Welcome, guys, to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Inright. On today's show, we're going to discuss um, a question that has came in from a client, um, somebody that just, just has spoken to me in the gym and would like me to talk about emotional eating. So that's something I think a lot of people can relate to. It can be a big, a big problem for most people, and it's something that they can really struggle with. I suppose the first thing we need to look at is Emotional eating can can stem from anything from work stress to financial worries to health issues to relationship struggles. It could be anything like them, uh, like them actions or, or or them situations that are going to be the root cause of emotional eating. So that's kind of where you need to look. So we kind of break it down to say something within your work life, something within financial worries, any health issues you have, or maybe just relationship struggles that your crutch or the thing that you cling on to is food um now this is like emotional eating is something that will affect both um male and female and i would probably say that it probably affects females more uh, i'm not saying that it that's that's set in stone but it's something that when i speak to clients and stuff like that i would see it more in a female population than a male population but i have came across um cases of both but i would say it would probably affect a little bit more uh female than male now i suppose what you have to ask yourself is why why food why do people turn to food um it, it, it's like they have a negative emotion and they need something to fill a void and food is one thing that's going to give you that euphoric instant feeling of fullness and happiness and um for a lot of people that the food is the best way to fill that void and it's again the problem there is it's just a temporary wholeness that you're going to have it's not going to be long lasting it's going to be more regret than anything else and that's the problem like and what you find with people as well as they start to pull themselves back from social environments um during times of of emotional distress and like that's a big problem where you start to see a person kind of been more introvert and and been pulling themselves back from the situation not engaging in activities or anything like that or kind of staying clear of all that kind of problems and 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 maybe somebody just really trying to help themselves and thinking they're helping themselves by pulling themselves away from these situations and the biggest another problem is as well as this negative self-thought starts to come in because you see what you look at there is when a person emotional, emotionally eats, um, they're trying to fill a void, like I said. And when they actually take in that food, there's an, they're instantly happy because there's that void that's been filled with this food and it tastes good and it's releasing all these endorphins in the brain and you feel good and you feel happy and the taste buds are flying and everything is really good. And it's that, that, that little moment that you're filling, um, you're at your happiest and then suddenly that's gone. And that's where somebody has is will absolutely beat themselves up after they've just done that. Because, like I said to somebody this week, the one thing you want don't want to do is react to a situation by punishing yourself. And I find that emotional eating a lot of time for most people will be punishing themselves because it's the after effects of taking in all this food. Then they get to live in their own head for a while and then all these negative talks come in. Why did I do it? I, I, I'm stupid. I'm, 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 I, I hate my body. I 
shouldn't have done that. Total regret. They might go on a big dieting binge then for next week and not eat very many calories and absolutely nail themselves in the gym or training. And this is the problem. Um, when it comes to emotional emotional eating, it, it, it normally comes suddenly and abruptly. That's one thing it does. So it's normally caused by a situation. So there's a certain situation that has caused this and, 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 and you craved in certain foods and you go to that certain food. Maybe you're a person that loves chocolate or something like that. Um, and you straight away go for that food. That's the one that's going to make you f- feel happier. Uh, you may binge on food that's not really uh, gives you a feeling of sensation or fullness. That could be chocolate. It could be just donuts. It could be anything at all. It doesn't really give you that feeling of fullness. You just take it in, take it in, take it in uh, until you don't want any more. And then you've got to live with the consequences in your head of the way you're going to feel after this binge. And that's a big problem with emotional eating. Um, you, you you actually might feel shameful of yourself um about eating that food and obviously huge amount of guilt is going to going to come in um to you after the time when you finish your meal and then you have to deal with the consequences i suppose there's 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 a kind of a the most important thing when it comes to emotional eating is you have to look at what caused the situation that's the most important thing so what was the what would you say was the trigger that caused you to emotionally eat maybe it was something at home maybe it was something to do with um your financial well-being maybe it might be something to do with your health maybe it might be somebody that said something to you somebody you come across in your daily life that just triggers that emotion negative thought process into your head where you can't control and you need a crutch to grab onto and food is the one so you need to first first discover ways to deal with the negative emotions and i mean often um the first step towards overcoming an emotion is 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 actually eating and that's where people are falling down um but we need to look at other ways so how can we break it down so the first thing i would say to anybody and especially the person that asked this question is you need to link what's causing the emotional eating what's triggering that emotion to drive you towards food once we can kind of narrow that down that could be anything like i said financial health lifestyle certain person certain situation anything like that so we need to just look in there now you could look you 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 could you could um do simple stuff and let's break it down let's look at the reactions that we could take when we feel this way or this certain emotion comes into our head we could think about going for a walk a jog take ourselves out of the situation quickly go maybe do a gym session maybe do some yoga do something like that something that's going to engage your mind straight away and something that you can react to straight away i said to somebody during the week um that was speaking about emotional eating i said your reaction should be not to punish yourself your reaction was to go to food and now after that that has passed you're punishing yourself because you ate that certain type of food you need to react with something that's going to not attack you it's going to help you so maybe something like the gym could be a really helpful thing for that certain person and the trigger uh, for that certain person was home life so it was something that triggered at home and that straight away triggered the person to emotionally eat so now you need to at least we have a link in the situation and we can work off of that link and see how we can fix and make make better basically make better choice and it could be a simple choice as 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 if you were going to um not attack food you're now going to go to the gym so that person could um could could actually say right next time the situation comes up i'm going to get into my car and i'm going to go straight to the gym i'm not going to jump straight 
to food as my crutch. I'm going to go straight and I'm going to go say, I'm going to go to the gym and get a workout. So that's the important thing. So moving your body can be a really uh, powerful thing, guys, and it can be a really good thing and a good, really good at reaction. Um, it, simple stuff like you don't necessarily have to go to the gym per se. I mean, you could simply go to uh, something that like yoga is excellent. Uh, yoga would be a very, very good thing now, I would recommend, because it, it gives you time to be mindful in your own body it gives you an insight into understanding understanding yourself and situations and surrounding and feeling your body and movement and it's a real pleasant quiet place to be and a lot of the time we don't take this time for ourselves yes we go to gym we do all this training and stuff like that that's fantastic and that's something i would promote massively but this may be something as as gentle as a walk or yoga something that you can just really live in your own head and just clear your thoughts and enjoy the moment of walking enjoy the moment of being in yoga class and really be mindful and be um kind of get a real insight into your own personality and a feeling of what what you really are um something like that can really help so something as simple as just getting out moving your body go for a walk go for some yoga go to gym whatever it may be something to relieve you of this anxiety and, and and this deep cloud that's coming over you and driving you towards food so that would be kind of one thing i would recommend and again when it, when we talk about the yoga side meditation is very 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 powerful because it's an inward calming and that's what you you can try and develop i was um, implementing it in the gym this week with people just saying to them listen after your workout remember you're amped up for your workout your body's in that sympathetic tone that that fight or flight tone and we just need to bring ourselves back to a rest and digest tone and a very good way of doing that that i, I actually talk from uh, a podcast i listened to lately with ben podowski was if you sit down and just be present and breathe in through your nose and slowly out through your mouth and do six breaths a minute and try to maintain that for two to five to ten minutes that is a very very good way of just and all your concentration levels are are listening to your breathing breathing in and breathing out and really calming your body down that can be very very powerful because that can be something that can shift you from that sympathetic tone into a parasympathetic tone and remember when you go to motion eat you are in in that sympathetic tone and you're making drastic decisions you're you want you you need this food you need an instant gratification from food so something as 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 gentle as medic medic our meditation can really help simple deep breathing can can and it can be done anywhere it can be done maybe in that situation in your house and you're going for the fridge you could just say no i'm going to take myself for a walk i'm going to sit in the park or sit somewhere and i'm going to focus on my breathing and slow everything down and just literally bring myself back down um to where i need to be um another good way of uh, well as well you could do is you could start to keep uh, maybe something like a food log that can be a very very good one because it could start to help you identify triggers of emotional eating i mean you could just jot down a few notes of when you had your breakfast what time you had your breakfast what time did you your snacks your lunch your dinner and whatever and just what what generally your food log look like um you know again it can be hard for people to kind of write down everything they eat but if you just do it every meal it can be the easiest way and you can also what i would say is a very good trick there is you say you write down your breakfast write down beside your breakfast what was your emotion at that time in the morning your lunch what was your emotion your dinner what was your emotion your snack what was your emotion and that can something that can really help you i was feeling a certain way i seem to be feeling a certain way in the morning when i get up okay what's triggering that because you can see you've written down, you've written down the emotion, um, and that can 
really help you as well in terms you can identify the emotion and say, okay, what created that emotion at that time in the morning or time of the day? And then how can I change that situation? And again, this is like a jigsaw. This is just you sitting down and putting these pieces together. And we just need to get a background picture for you. And that's that's something you can do yourself through something as simple as a food log, write an emotion beside the um, your emotional state beside the meal. And that can really, really help you identify a link. And maybe you can change some situation. It could be something you get out of bed in the morning and you see your phone straight away and it triggers you because of work to get into that work mode and that puts you in a stress state and you start eating the wrong foods. That could be a trigger where you'd say to yourself, right, I'm not going to look at my phone now until I'm physically at a good, healthy breakfast and I'm getting into my car and I'm going to be at work before I look at my emails or whatever. And that could be something that could help you. Um, another thing as well as eating a healthy diet makes a huge amount of difference to anybody. Getting quality nutrients into the body is key. It's always going to make you feel better. Remember, we want to fix inside before we fix outside. This is really important. We have to feel good inside. Um, but it, I mean, the thing about dietary wise, if, if you eat well throughout the day, it may be easier to you spot when you're eating out of boredom or sadness or stress or so you can you, know, you can differentiate there between that. What are you eating for? Are you eating out of boredom? Are you eating out of sadness? Are you eating out of stress? And remember, if predominantly your diet is um pretty good and you're getting healthy nutrients in it's going to give you a bigger picture because you're going to be eating more satiating foods are going to make you fuller you're going to be getting quality nutrients into your diet if you're eating more fruit and veg and obviously then you're getting a better fiber intake which is going to make you fuller so maybe that looking at that area could can really help you um because it just makes it easier for you to spot. And then if you are reaching for foods, try to go for kind of a lower fat, lower calorie foods. Maybe it could be something you reach for fruit. So maybe some veg, maybe some low calorie popcorns or low calorie snack that you can go for. And at least, okay, it's a start in the right direction and you're not going to beat yourself up um, so bad because you took in X amount of calories and that's going to throw you way off where you need to be in, on, on your dietary um, goals. So um and again when you look at your diet guys a huge one in emotional eating if it's in your house you are going to eat it at some stage so you need to take the offenders out of the house the ones that are going to cause the trouble so if you have uh, trash foods in your house processed foods high value calorie foods that you know at some stage and even if you say you will not it's sitting there and in your subconscious you're going to go there someday if emotion eating is your is a problem or over snacking is a problem you need to do a little bit of a kitchen makeover and clean out your closets a little bit and get rid of the foods that are going to cause the issue because and this is where this question came from a person uh they actually made a very good point is if they have to physically sit in their car and drive to a shop that might be something that might just deter them from eating because of the actual action of sitting into the car and driving. So you need to clean out your house. You need to have a good um, uh, good quality, nutrient-dense foods in your house, something that's going to help you eat well, feel better, and really make you feel better on the inside. And that can really help with emotions and when you actually reach for that food. So that's something you need to do, guys, as well, is do a bit of a cleanup. And again, pay attention to volume. Like if you are... Um, eating a certain amount of food like make sure that you're you're looking at 
you know, if you are if you are going to dive into emotional eating, don't grab a big packet of something or start eating about ten donuts or just try to restrain yourself. I mean, this is not going to change overnight, but I mean, if you can reach for just a little bit and not the whole lot, that can really help you. So you could just say, okay, I, I mean, you're you're eating it, but you're telling yourself, okay, I have enough now. I'm going to stop. And that's something that's that is easier said than done, but it's something that if you practice and you work on it and you're mindful of when you're doing it and you grab that piece of food, you don't grab the whole package, you might grab just a portion. And that can be something that can give you a massive help towards changing your mindset towards that. Um, and again, when you look at maybe eating as well, you could look at maybe instead of you having three meals a day or two meals a day, you might spread your meals over six meals a day and keep your meals a little bit smaller. So you're picking all the time and you're eating. You're still with eating. You're still with eating it with, uh, within or eating within, I should say, a calorie figure that suited to your goals. But you've split them um, throughout six meals instead of just having three or two. And that can be something that... Um, can be really helpful for somebody that, that, that emotionally eats a lot because if they've just eaten a small meal and, and something cr- crops up that they're really struggling with and it just drives them towards emotional eating, maybe they're not, they're not hungry, they're not going to emotionally eat at that time because they've just eaten a small meal. So that can be really helpful. And another one as well is um, seek seek support and seek support from your surrounding network. I mean, even a quick phone call to a friend or family member can do wonders for your mood because you can just change straight away your, your your emotion your emotions can change in a split second so if you if you 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 can try this if you're feeling down someday and you're just in bad form and you're you're just mentally drained and you just feel oh i'm just i'm just oh just this black cloud is over me try putting on your favorite song on the radio the one you really like to sing to in the shower dance to in the kitchen and I guarantee you 110% within a second, your emotions change within a second. If you got a phone call from a person you hadn't spoken to in years and they just rang you to see how you are, your emotions would change in a second. So seeking support can be very powerful. Putting on your favorite song, taking yourself to maybe play a video game, maybe do something that really helps you. Do you know, it really helps you unwind and really you really enjoy doing something like that. So and again, like I said, support can be huge. The, the powerful words from somebody else can really help you. You might just have you might be really close to your mom and dad and it's somebody you really um, talk to every single day. That might be somebody you just at that particular time you pick up the phone and say, how are you doing? And a quick chat will ensue then and you're suddenly feeling better. So that can be something, guys. And again, I would say if emotional eating has gone too far, you obviously there is medical help there. You can go to a doctor or maybe a lifestyle coach or a counselor that can really help you dig a little bit deeper. And I mean, we have a, a, a psychological coaching um, here with New Vision Coaching. And one thing that uh, Michal said, which was very, very good, is we're like onions. You have to peel away all the surrounding uh, onion, all the little pieces to get right to the core of the problem. So you have to start to look at the bigger picture and start to peel away and peel away and peel away and peel away. And then you will find at the core what the problem is. And that can be something that can be very, very helpful. So that's a very good analogy as well. Um, I suppose another thing as well, you might find yourself eating in front of TVs and computers and other distractions. So, you know, switching stuff off at night might be something that if you, you you might just emotionally eat when you when you, you when you sit down for your at your computer at your TV, this could be something that triggers your emotional eating. 
you know, you you could be watching your Netflix and suddenly you have associated eating with Netflix like everybody associates. You have to go, you have to eat when you go to cinema. No, you don't. This is just something we're pre-programmed to. You have to eat in the cinema. You might sit down watching your um, Netflix documentaries and you're just feeling down and you're going to reach for bad foods. And you sit there and just eat because it's mindless and you're watching this TV program. So banishing distractions can help as well. Focusing on your main meals and then maybe setting a little bit of nighttime routine where you really, really focus on switching everything off. I would say if you could get an hour before bed, it would be brilliant. But most people, that can be very, very difficult. So if you can build it from maybe 10 minutes, 15, 20, 30 minutes up to an hour, that can really, really help. And that's something that can be very, very good. And that's something that you um, you can really work on and set a nighttime routine because it can make you feel a lot, lot better. Um, so that's that's something you can really work on. Um, and again, the, the biggest thing as well with emotional eating is that you can go back to your self-talk um and really help yourself by again walking through your, your your situations in your head breaking them down um start to look at what's causing the emotional eating the what what motion do you feel at that particular time how do you, how, how do you feel in your head and then start to self-talk yourself uh, in terms of okay this is how i'm going to react to this this is the behaviors um that i am I, i'm going to um I'm going to deal with so when you when you talk when you when you're when you're, when you're dealing with, with self-talk it's really really important that it's something that you need to build over, up over a period of time so it's not something you're going to suddenly be able to change your mindset it's bit by bit by bit by bit so like you're you taking yourself away from the situation going for a walk going to the gym doing some yoga doing something like that can be really helpful or and then when it comes to that when you look at the emotion that's tied to a certain meal, that can really, really help. So if you say, right, wrote down, you, you have your breakfast and you write down the emotion you felt at breakfast time, then you can start to talk and say, okay, how can I fix this? How can I change my emotion there? What can I look at? Can I read something? Can I can I not look at that phone in the morning that's causing this reaction? I'm straight into work mode and you might have an email you need to answer or somebody that annoys you and you just suddenly your emotions change. So self-talk is about simply saying to yourself, okay, this is the way I'm feeling, but this is the way I'm going to think and react to that situation. So if you are reaching for a certain food, your self-talk is what's going to pull you back. You have, you can control your mind because your mind controls your actions and your emotions control your actions. So you can control that. So simply saying to yourself, no, I'm not going to go for that food because it's going to take me away from where I need to be. It's going to make me feel bad tomorrow. It's going to make me feel bad later on. I'm going to be in a worse state of mind then and then I'm going to create a deeper, darker emotion that's going to kick in again and again and again. So self-talk is something that you need to work on over a period of time. It's not something you can develop overnight. Writing stuff down could be very, very powerful. If you write down your emotions and how you feel and maybe write down one or two key things you can do to change your emotion at that particular time can be very, very helpful as well. So self-talk can be huge. And even, even at times that you're not um feeling down or you're in good form or good mood that's a time you can self-talk as well and you can really help yourself by just working on um positive affirmations writing down positive affirmations every single day and again we spoke a lot here in the gym as well about being grateful in the evening time remember we all have the ability to get up every day thank God, and walk around and enjoy food and work and meet people and, and and experience everything life has to offer. And there's a lot of people that cannot actually do that. So we have to be grateful for the small things in life. And being grateful in the evening can be really powerful. Self-talk, you writing stuff down, seeing it in your head, you're grateful for this, you're grateful for this, you're grateful for this. And then also writing down 
positive affirmations that you you talk you self-talk yourself i am a good person i am going to achieve my goals i am going to do this i'm there's no i'm not it's all positive positive mindsets and this only comes from practice and i think the best way to do that is the affirmations be grateful at the end of the day write down actions you're going to take every day to take you towards your goals because we are people that live in a world of uh, being dazzled in the headlights where ta- our attention span is taken every couple of seconds with something so being um, accountable to something in a diary can be something that can be very powerful and you, you're putting yourself accountable to your diary i need to achieve these things today i need to get these things done and then you have your affirmations there you're telling yourself why you're doing these things and how you're going to achieve these things and then you're grateful at the end of the day for all the things you've done and all the things you were allowed to do and keep practicing that and over time that will help but um, just to kind of summarize everything on emotional eating, it, it, it's really something that you need to know where the trigger is. You need to figure out the trigger. You need to write it down, what the trigger was, and try to link the pieces of the puzzle together to how you're going to change that situation. So you know what the trigger is and, okay, what action, actions can I take to avoid that trigger? It might, like I said, it might be something, something simple, like you have a highly processed chocolate that you absolutely love in your cupboard. That needs to go if you open the cupboard to get something and you see it that triggers your emotion to eat that food so again it could be home life some trigger that you have an argument with your husband or wife and you're arguing over something a certain thing you need to look at that as the trigger and say okay how can i fix that situation how can we sit down together as a couple and actually talk it out and say right how can we fix this instead of arguing over it let's look for a solution and stick instead of an argument so simple stuff like that and it's all about seeing the bigger picture and looking at what's causing it so triggers are the biggest thing to emotional eating guys and that's something i would um advise you to look at sit down and see what triggers it and then you're on the path to helping yourself hugely and again just to reiterate you always have that support of a professional as well if you feel you cannot help yourself and you can't find these triggers there is loads and loads and loads of people out there that can help you on that from um counselors to um psychologists to personal development coaches that can really really help you with that so that's something you can reach out to if you feel you need a little bit of help but uh, I hope that helps though on emotional eating and it was a very good question and I think it's something that's going to be very prevalent for people and they're really going to be able to relate to it as well um, so again guys as normal any questions you have please pop us a message on our social media platforms and also if you have any any members or anything or anybody comes to the gym don't be afraid to ask the coaches we'll be more than happy to speak about any topic that you would like us to speak about and we'll do our very very best to give our best opinion on it um between all of us uh so if, if anything at all there's no such thing as a stupid question and as i said this was a really really good one from a client so i was, I was very very happy to talk about it and it's something that uh we would have seen over the years numerous times so um hopefully that was helpful okay guys so that's ends another episode of reach your peak podcast thanks for listening i hope you have a great week and we will catch everybody next week